are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The devil's out to destroy you, kill you, and put you six foot under. The devil is out to destroy you, and God wants you to overcome the devil. Well, thank God you can overcome the devil. You can overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by acting on the Word of God and allowing God's Word to rise up and live big within you. But just because the devil brings something against you, you don't have to lay down and let him run over you. Sometimes people say, well, you know, we just have to suffer whatever comes to us in life, don't we? I just holler out loud, no, in the name of Jesus. Don't accept everything that comes your way in life. Now, you may find yourself in a situation that you may have to suffer for a certain amount of time until you find the wisdom of God to get deliverance out of that thing and take authority over it. But you don't have to just let everything that comes your way come to your house. Somebody came to your door and knocked on your door and said, I got a sack full of rattlesnakes for you. Would you say, well, just put them in the living room. <laughs> oh, I wish God wouldn't send those snakes to my house. Snakes in the living room, snakes in the kitchen. Oh, I wish I didn't have these snakes. Well, you could have stopped them at the door. You still out there or did you go home? You're the one that has the authority and dominion to stop these things. Go to Acts, the 11th chapter. I want you to see the Apostle Paul as he is beginning to be buffeted by Satan. And I want you to take account of this chapter and what it infers here. Verse 25, Acts 11, verse 25. Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus to seek for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. And it came to pass that for a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. They were first called Christians at Antioch. Now see, he taught the revelation that Jesus gave him. For a whole year he taught it. Seemingly had no problems, you see. But for a whole year he preached this revelation there. Now, you find that... His persecution started here at Antioch. Go over to Acts, the 13th chapter. Now remember what Paul said, Because of the abundance of revelation there was given me a thorn in the flesh. It was because of that revelation that the thorn was given to him. Not by God, but by Satan to keep him from spreading this revelation. It was to hinder him. In the 13th chapter of Acts, verse 2, And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Come down to verse 6. And when they had gone through the isle of Paphos and found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar-Jesus, which was with the deputy of the country, Sergius Paulus, a prudent man, who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. But Elimaeus, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, 
withstood them, seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. Now notice, here's a sorcerer that is being used by the devil to buffet Paul and to keep him from sharing the revelation of the word of God. Now remember what Paul said. I will therefore glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Not in his sickness, not in disease, although Paul did have some sickness in his lifetime. There's one thing that stands out in all of Paul's writings, though. Paul never said, I am sick. Never did. And people always try to tell you what all he had. Well, he did. He said that through infirmity of the flesh, I preached to you at the first, indicating that it was not that way then. At the first it was. But some try to say that he had that sickness all of his life. Well, now, if he was sick all of his life, traveled over the known world twice on his missionary journeys, and wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, I'm telling you what, he was a going Jesse, wasn't he? <laughs> what would he have done if he'd have been delivered from the thorn? <laughs> Now, watch this. Paul has said, I will therefore glory in the infirmity or in my weakness, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, then am I strong. How? How could he be strong when he's weak? When I'm weak and have the inability within myself to change the situation, then the power of Christ comes upon me and I'm strong in the anointing of God. Now, watch him here. This sorcerer is trying to turn the deputy away from Paul. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and saith, O full of all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right way of the Lord? And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. Now, do you understand what Paul was saying? Paul didn't say, well, I'm just going to gladly suffer this because I'm just suffering for Jesus. No, he said, when I'm weak and in my own ability, unable to control the situation, then am I strong in the anointing of God. Then the deputy, when he saw what was done, believed, being astonished at the doctrine of the Lord. The devil got a black eye, didn't he? Every time, now just watch as we go through here, every time the devil tries to pull one of his deals, Paul just waits for the anointing of God to come upon him, content. See, he's content. Paul said, in whatever state I am, I've learned therewith to be content. Now, he didn't mean, I'm just going to stay here and just suffer for Jesus. No, he was content for the interim time until the anointing of God came upon him. Then he destroyed the work of the devil by the anointing of God. And God received the glory and the devil got a black eye every time. God got glory out of this situation. That's what Paul is referring to when he said, I'll gladly glory in my weakness that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Go to Acts the 16th chapter. Verse 16. It came to pass as he went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. See, she's a fortune teller. The same followed Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, 
which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. Now see, she was telling the truth, wasn't she? But who wants a demon witnessing for you? <laughs> now what's Paul going to do about this? He can't slap her jaw and tell her, go sit down and shut up. Wouldn't be very Christ-like, would it? See, Paul is weak in his ability to control this situation. What are you going to do with a little woman following you around all the time and say, these are the servants of the Most High God that show us the way of salvation. Everybody knows she's a fortune teller, a child of the devil, inspired, inhabited by the devil. Not very good advertisement for your service, is it? Well, now, if Paul gets in strife over that deal, well, he's going to be in trouble. And that's exactly what Satan's after, is to keep him stirred up and in strife. You know what he did? He said, I'll gladly therefore be content in whatever state I am until I can change it. And when I am weak and unable to do anything within myself, then I'll be strong in the Lord. For his strength is made perfect in my weakness. So Paul, in his ability, he can't do a thing about that, can he? I mean, she followed him around many days, see? Now he's content. He's just waiting for the Lord to give him direction. She did this many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Glory be to God. Did you get that? Now what would happen if Paul said, Oh God, would you please get this demon out of this woman and get her away from me? I'll tell you exactly what God would have said. My grace is sufficient for you, Paul. But you see, Paul had already learned what he said. His grace was sufficient. God's willingness. But he had to activate it by acting on the word of God and taking dominion over the situation. But you see, you just don't do those things until the anointing of God comes on you to do it. You wait for the right time. And he said, when I am weak, then am I strong. See, our problem is sometimes we try to attack these things, the individual. You know, we're going to run this woman off. She's not going to follow us around. Then the newspapers have got a hold of it. And then the television got a hold of it. And then they had to put you up as being cruel to women. <laughs> but you see, God had a better way to do it. So Paul just walked around there for several days. And she just kept whining around there and telling them these are the servants of the Most High God. It was true, all right. But nobody wants the devil witnessing for him. But he said, come out of her. And he came out the same hour. That's the power of Christ that rested upon Paul. And it will rest upon you if you'll wait on the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what to do about your thorn in the flesh. Now, sometimes people say, well, you know, the Apostle Paul, he suffered so many things and God's going to make us suffer. Well, it may be necessary for us to suffer some things for a while if it's necessary for the gospel's sake. But don't get a persecution complex and think, well, you know, the Bible says if you live godly, you're going to be persecuted. I've seen people get that persecution complex, and they just did things to get persecuted over. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we're talking about the messenger of Satan, or Paul's thorn in the flesh. And, you know, this is the thorn that stuck more people than anything in the whole world. Now, our book offer this week is book offer number 7510. It's called Triumph Over the Enemy. It's a 60-page paperback. 
It was formerly entitled Messenger of Satan, so if you have it, it's the same book. It's $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. In this book, chapter 3 is Paul's thorn, a figure of speech. Now, when you study throughout the Bible, you'll find that every time that it mentions thorns in the Bible, or most every time, it is referring to individuals or people and not literal thorns. In other words, the scripture says that these people will be thorn in your eyes and thorns in your side. Now, you know, they didn't go around with big, long thorns sticking out of their side. No, it was people that gave them trouble. Satan stirred up people against Paul and became the messenger of Satan against him to keep him from preaching the truth of the revelation of the new birth in Christ Jesus. Paul's thorn in the flesh. And then chapter 4 is understanding Paul's persecution. Paul understood that this was persecution and that he had to keep doing the will of God even though there was a messenger sent against him and he called it what it was, a messenger of Satan to keep him from preaching that revelation. And then chapter 5 is a way of escape and Paul did end up escaping that thorn in the flesh that was sent to him. That's offer number 7510 triumph over the enemy it's a 60 page paperback for eight dollars plus three dollars postage and handling total of eleven dollars toll free auto line is 1-877-396-9400 that's 1-877-396-9400 until tomorrow this is charles caps reminding you enemy is defeated god is exalted and yes jesus is coming soon To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.